Interesting that today is the day we're going to talk to John Cox again, running for governor as a Republican in California, because uh, all the news headlines are with these new polls out. Well, it looks like it's going to be Newsom and Cox. I mean, everybody's just declared it over, even though we haven't voted yet, that that Cox is going to be the guy to run against Newsom. They'll be the top two. So kind of changes the conversation a little bit. Yeah, it does somewhat. But let's talk to John Cox, a Republican candidate for governor of the great state of California. He is a uh, an accountant, a businessman, a broadcaster, among other things. Uh, and he joins us now um, from our, our sainted, our beloved uh, Fresno uh, affiliate, KMJ. Uh, John, how are you, sir? Great. Great to be with you guys. Excellent. It's good to talk to you. Uh, your reaction to the polls, first of all, since that's the headline? You know, it's something that I expected all the way along. The, the state of California has been mismanaged for decades now. Uh, the Democrats are going to have to own the uh, high cost of living, the rotten business climate, the failing schools, the roads that are full of potholes and crowded. Uh, they keep taxing us. Uh, they don't want to reform government. They don't want to make it efficient. Um President Trump has endorsed me because he knows I'm a lifelong businessman, 40 years building a business, doing it with integrity and quality and efficiency, uh, just like 19 other governors around the country that are businessmen. Uh, hmm, that's interesting. We, I didn't we, know that. 19 states. 19 mm-hmm. states, including, by the way, guys, states like Maryland and Massachusetts and Michigan, pretty historically uh, Democrat majorities uh, in those states. And they have Republican business people uh, who, have, frankly, were never elected to any other job before. And that was their first successful you know, uh, election was the governor of the state. And, by the way, they're the most popular governors in the country. Larry Hogan in Maryland is the number one Republican or Democrat most popular governor in the country. I've barely been following this race, which I think puts me in perfect lockstep with most of the people that are uh, living in the state of California. Because people just, for whatever reason, the turnout has been terrible for a lot of these races. So you're talking to a pretty small audience that, that really gets into this stuff. So how do you want to convince people that they they ought to uh, get involved and vote for you and it could actually make any difference? You know, I think one of the reasons people are turned off of politics, guys, is, is this campaign is a living example of it. I mean, liberal Democrat special interests, Michael Bloomberg and people like that, have spent millions on deceptive, horribly misleading advertisements. Their mailboxes fill up. There you see this on television. I think a lot of people look at this stuff and they say, gee, I'm not going to get involved in this. uh, These people just keep throwing money at it. The trouble with that attitude is that we get the government uh, that we deserve, frankly, when we turn off because... These liberal cronies uh, decide to run away uh, with the government. They, they take it and they use it for their own purposes. And, and we have to live with the consequences. I mean, this state is the number one state for poverty. We have the highest tax burden in the country. The gas tax is a living example of this, guys. I mean, you know it. Uh, instead of reforming Caltrans, which spends multiples of what Texas does to build roads, instead of reforming That's interesting. That, I didn't know that. Let's just pause there. So... To, to build the same sort of road, California spends a lot more than Texas does. That doesn't surprise me. How striking is the difference, John? Oh, my God. It's multiples. Three to four times. I mean, we have supervisors on supervisors on supervisors. We have 3,500 extra staff positions we're paying for. Uh, I don't know if these guys are sitting at their desk surfing porn or what, but uh, they're not working. That's a heck of an accusation. Well, they're, they're not. <laughs> he said he doesn't know. They may be. Uh, they I'll may step be. in here, I didn't John. Say, I didn't say for sure, but you know what? 
the problem, likely. the problem, guys, is that nobody in, in political life, no politician has much of an incentive to do anything about it because if they do, the unions come and crush them at the ballot box with these in ridiculous ads that you're seeing Like happened now. with Arnold. Right. Yeah, right. They, well. they, they crushed the Terminator. They, yeah. uh, they terminated the Terminator, I always say. John Cox is runner for governor of California on the Republican side. Uh, just uh, real quickly, back to the, your reference to all the money being spent. I got this in my mailbox. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about one of your uh, Republican opponents, Travis Allen, in a minute or two. I think he's a fine and decent guy. But I got this uh, this campaign mailer that's promoting his candidacy. Yeah. Uh, here he is in, with his, his beautiful wife and daughter in front of some sort of a fighter jet. Um, and it touts his, uh, his, his talents and his skills, his endorsements, his character, and just gives you hell, John Cox. Just gives you hell. <laughs> and then I flip to the back page. And it says, paid for by families and teachers for Antonio Villagorosa for Governor 2018. Ah, Isn't that interesting with money from Michael Bloomberg and others? So is that just, what was that? What is the attempt there, to split the vote? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Villagorosa has absolutely no chance unless he can knock me down. And that piece, I've seen it, has all kinds of misleading statements, all kinds of lies. And it looks like it's a piece from uh, my Republican opponent, but of course... You know, and, and I think, you know, I don't know if he's cooperating in it. Uh, you know, if I were him, I would be denouncing it. But, of course, he's not doing that. You know, they're trying to split the vote. They're trying to keep me down. and To get uh, Via Garosa into the second slot with Gavin And you Newsom. know what, yeah. guys? It's backfiring because Republicans are too smart for that. They look at the fine print. They look and see who paid for that. And they know that this is just uh, playing games and uh, trying to game the system, and, and they're, they're responding to it. They're, well, they're not going to be, believe it. What do you think about the way California does it uh, right now anyway, the idea that you go with the top two as opposed to a you know, Republican versus a Democrat? Because, because, they, because obviously Democrats thought that, you know, we'll just have all them or your choice will be Democrat or Democrat. And or the argument was we'll have more moderate candidates. Yeah, well, that's and not the reason. And look what's <laughs> happened. I mean... Gavin Newsom is to the left of Bernie Sanders. I mean, I, I don't think that that's, it's worked to get any kind of moderate candidates. I think it's worked to just exacerbate the... Uh, back that or, up. In, go, go ahead and back that up, that Gavin Newsom is to the left of Bernie single, Sanders. Single-payer health care. He wants safe rooms in San Francisco so people can shoot up safely. I mean, if you had a child who was hooked on heroin, would you give them clean needles and give them a safe room to shoot up in? No, you'd get them help. Uh, that's a leftist socialist experiment. Gavin Newsom wants no fewer than three or four additional tax increases to put upon people who are already the most taxed people in the country. Gavin Newsom is to the left of Bernie Sanders. He wants to turn California into Venezuela. It's not going to happen. People aren't going to fall for it. They're going to elect a business person as the next governor. I've actually referred to California as Calizuela once or twice. I got to remember that one to go along with well, Corruptifornia and Calunicornia. Hey, I my think, favorite. I think we could maybe you already know this, but I think you could help. We could help you out. You know, we do a talk show. We talk about a lot of different stuff. We get emails and texts. The issue uh, for the whole West Coast, but certainly in California, the issue that gets the most response by far. You want to talk about something that people are into? It's sanctuary the, state. It's the homeless situation. Oh, homeless. Okay. Yeah, the homeless thing. Just sanctuary, sanctuary state's another big yeah, one. Yeah. But we right. talk about the homeless thing, and it just explodes because towns all across California have changed in the last couple of years, and people don't know what to do about it. What's your answer for that? 
Well, it's not only, by the way, is it disgusting to look at, it's a human health hazard. You know, the human waste dries up, gets into the atmosphere, and we breathe it. That is really dangerous. I mean, that's how the bubonic plague spread. Well, you know, it's, it's not an easy solution. There's several causes of it. The, big, you know, the biggest one, obviously, is mental illness and substance abuse. And we obviously have to get those people help. We're a compassionate society, and I believe that we're a compassionate society. It does nobody any good, though, to let these people live on the sidewalk. Uh, that does no good whatsoever, you know. Meanwhile, there's jobs and there's homes in the Central Valley that are going wanting. Uh, so, you know, we've got to make it clear that people have no right just to live on the sidewalks of San Francisco, you, Los Angeles, you, you, or uh, you San don't, Diego. You don't need my advice, but I'm telling you, that's a topic that gets people going. And part of it is like the sanctuary state thing. I agree with you. It it's is. a hot one. But that's theoretical most of the time. You are going to brush up against the homeless situation today, wherever you are in California. You're going to see it today and get pissed off about it today, maybe multiple times. And even the most liberal of enclaves are starting to wake up to, oh, wow, so if we let this run wild, it becomes completely unlivable. So, yeah, I think it's a it's an issue well, with know, some real momentum. How would Steven Spielberg like it if I pitched a tent in the street right outside his house? I mean, I, I don't think you have a right to just live anywhere you want to. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just not the case. Now, the other problem is the whole housing crisis, guys. I'm in the apartment business. That's my business for 35 years. And I build apartments for $80,000 a uh, unit in Indiana where the regulations aren't anywhere near as ridiculous as here. And here it's three, four, five, seven hundred thousand dollars in the Bay Area. I mean, this is nuts. It's regulations, it's approvals, it's delays, it's litigation, it's the taxes. It's not just the cost of the land, it's all the additional what we call soft costs that government are putting on these housing units. We've got to streamline the process and get housing built less expensively yeah you won't get people to the polls with this but the whole legalized blackmail system in california as uh bought by the trial attorneys of the state is such a huge impediment to housing but anyway jack gotta ask you before we let you go because this this is an interesting part of our job too because um in the past the audience tended to be either for or against the president our audience depending on whether they're republican or democrat with Trump, it's all over the map. It's it's yeah. a day by day, issue by issue thing. Tell us something about Donald Trump you don't like. Oh, I don't know. You know, I, I think I would like like him to be a little bit more conciliatory on some of the the Twitter things, but that's his personality. You know, I mean, I've dealt with New York people before. I mean, some of them, you know, are, are a little bit more aggressive. It's a tough place to do business, and I understand that. I'm from Chicago originally, and so you know, we tend to be more, you know compromising and more more involved in building team efforts and things like that so you know i like what the president's done you know i mean it's famously said i didn't vote for him because i wasn't sure he was a conservative but i'm looking at what he's done he's cut taxes he's cut regulations he's appointed conservative judges he stood up to iran and north korea and moved the embassy to jerusalem i think that was a real gutsy move there i think it was the right thing to do i i like what this president's done uh I'm happy he's there. Uh, he's a businessman who gets results. That's exactly what I'm going to try to do for California, get results. And I think that's what people here are waiting for. When did you uh, come to California and what brought you? My family's been here for 50 years, but uh, my mom retired here in 1980. I just moved here about 10 years ago. I always tell people it took me 50 years to save up enough money to buy a house here. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's pretty good. You know, some people knock uh, folks who, who come from elsewhere as, as not being worthy or something. I don't... To me, if somebody chooses to live somewhere, well, besides if and, you're and and cares, I mean, why would you bad? If your family that? history is there, well, right. Like and, I haven't lived in Kansas for years. I could go back there and care a lot about it. Sure. Um, yeah. So you, you know, could. Yeah. I would agree. I think that's a dumb and, shot. But and, yeah. and Jerry Brown is the only governor in the last fifty years who was born in California. How's that worked out for us? Have you heard the rumors that he has late stage syphilis? That's true. Yeah, Joe, that Joe's Joe's been on that beat for quite some no, time. No, he's losing his mind. That is clearly true, and, <laughs> and we could use government that works. John, don't respond to that in any way. Or that do. is my advice to you. I didn't hear a thing. Right. Oh, gotcha. His headphones cut out. That's unfortunate. John Cox is a businessman. He's the uh, candidate for a governor in California. John, it's good to talk. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it, guys. I have a Stay in we'll, touch. We'll be chatting between now and November. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we're we also going to talk to Travis Allen, I think, tomorrow, who's uh, John's Republican opponent, because Why? we're the conscience of the nation. We should have done it yesterday we're before in... the latest poll came out. Well, maybe he will surge in the polls after our conversation. Mm. Uh, and also, we've uh, repeatedly badgered Gavin Newsom to get on the show, but he politely says he'll get back to us all the time. So John Cox did or didn't say Caltrans workers look at porn? Did he officially say that? I will not indulge you in your uh, your character assassination. No, the attempt is not character assassination. The attempt is to get something going like viral. That's what I'm trying to do to help us out. No, 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 no. I won't stoop to that. (laughs) Besides. You won't? Besides. (laughs) (laughs) I was stooped when I woke up this morning. Um, Besides, there are many, many departments of the state government where people look at porn all day. I don't think it's fair to single out Caltrans. (laughs) Um, That that was interesting. I hadn't heard that. That doesn't surprise me a bit. I mean, the same as the prisons and a lot of other things, but right. it costs way more to make the same road in California than it costs in Texas. Can or- you put a certain percentage of it down? you got to pay people more, et cetera, et cetera, higher cost of living? Yeah, of course. I don't know. What? 20, 30, 40, 50 percent? But two, three, four times as expensive? Please. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's because of the legalized lawsuit extortion thing I was talking about. But and, and you don't want to hear about that. And however many environmental studies you have to do. Well, and that's part of the blackmail thing. That's what they always use to blackmail companies into paying off the the unions and the lawyers. The tit mouse. What about the humble tit mouse? There's been a highway here for 80 years. We're just going to repave it. Eh, it might hurt the tit mouse. You got to pay us off or we're suing you. Happens all the friggin' time. Going to be pretty hard for any Republican to beat Gavin Newsom. Pretty damned hard. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. couple of girls uh, video capturing a 350-pound uh, woman shaving Gee, her legs wh- at the public wh- why pool. Why the body shape shot? Well, I don't understand. It it adds to the story, does it not? It's theater of the mind, too. I'm just 
being nitpicky. If she were, if she were one seventy, I wouldn't say anything. Or if she's a attractive leggy blonde, you'd have said something. I would have said it's something a notable. Yeah, right. you're she's, painting pictures. She's outside the range of average, certainly. She's by, above average. By Don't we all aspire to be that? She might be 400 pounds. That's a very large woman. Shaving Why her... don't you call her up and have her weigh yourself as long as you're so obsessed with the poor gal's weight? She's obviously got a lot of problems, including uh, her shower's clogged up or something. She can't shave her legs at home, nor her hoo-ha. She's sitting in the shallow end of the public pool with kids everywhere swimming around with little floaties on her arms. Sitting in the shallow end of the gene pool, I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) And she's shaving her legs in the pool to hell. And she's, uh, you know, dipping her razor in the water to get the hair out and then going back to shave her legs, which is just not cool. I so want that girl to do the. Uh, how uh, do we know anything about the women talking? No. Uh, I want that woman to do the uh, the play by play for the NBA Finals. Steph Curry just shot from like fifty feet. The hell. The hell. <laughs> he just put it in the hoop again. <laughs> Does a lifeguard go up to that woman and say, "Don't do sh- don't do any grooming in our pool"? Hey, hey, hey! Quit shaving yourself. What are you doing? Yeah, it's a it's an odd society we have. We're incredibly judgmental, but we don't dare quote unquote shame anybody. Except on the internet, where you shame six year olds for tap dancing on YouTube. If you can be anonymous. Right, exactly. Yeah, somebody's gotta say to her, Hey, that, like Sean said earlier, you walk up to her and say, No <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> don't do that what no! you're doing. Put it down. God. <laughs> I just saw LeBron and uh, Steph Curry in an ad on Good Morning America. Oh, I often forget the commerce aspect, which is the only aspect of the whole thing that is sports. <laughs> and that's the only reason it exists. Right. It's a TV show, of course. To make money. Yeah. And you do whatever's going to make the most money. Otherwise, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do any of this stuff. You might have, you know... Half dozen guys get together and play basketball and go to the town next to you and play to see if you're better than that town. But you wouldn't bring in millionaires from out of town to do it. Or no, certainly not. <laughs> that would be bizarre. What would that say about my town? Nothing. Yeah. Nobody would fall for that. Mm-hmm. And LeBron uh, almost certainly leaving Cleveland after this year and will go to some other town and do his thing. Golden State. Oh, jeez. Gotta be. Now, if that happened, just you keep the same team and add LeBron. I know it's impossible, but. Suspension of disbelief. What would happen to the league? What would you do? I would would you go it. ahead and have the season? It it would be like the Harlem Globetrotters, but the other team would be trying. I think it might be exciting <laughs> as they brought their roadshow town to town to see if your team could be one of the rare to ones s- that ever beat them. To see if you could pull off the 82-0 and and then... 16 straight. Meanwhile, they'd stay in shape by playing each other, waiting for the Warriors. (laughs) That'd be something. What's coming up your news, Marshall? Well, those free summit talks wrap up early. And another company's personal device goes rogue, and this time it's Google. Google went rogue. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So Roseanne now says she didn't know Valerie Jarrett was black. Uh, Part of her. Yeah, you know, we got a long uh, 
uh, um, a long email from a listener who was kind of breaking it down, and and some of it was kind of silly, but there is a meme on the internet that Valerie Jarrett looks like Kim Novak from Planet of the Apes in her her bad prosthetic, I'm a chimpanzee mask, I guess. I haven't seen it. Okay. And that's the origin of that. Is Kim Novak a black person or a white person? No, I think she's a she was a white startler yeah. in the seventies, oh, yeah. right? Um, but that you know, that's just you're getting way too close to the old racist yeah. trope. You know, I, I get Roseanne's an idiot, not a racist. I have a feeling. In fact, she's been a f- pretty flamingly liberal, you know, throughout her life. It would shock me if she were actually a racist. Um, uh, and I, but again, I think she's an idiot. But that's just that's dangerous ground, man. You got to know not to go there. Has anybody asked Tom Arnold? Her ex-husband? Oh, he, oh, yeah. he, he's been making a tour. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, anybody else ready to listen to me? I was the first who said that she'd right. lost it yep. five years ago. Nobody paid attention. Anybody want to listen? She's he, kooky. He's been saying she's crazy for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much to Tom Arnold. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Let's get the news. By the way, somebody said you guys never had Gavin Newsom or Arnold Schwarzenegger on. So you want? Yes, we did. We've yes, had them we both did on multiple times. Yeah. You're a liar. Yeah. Fake news. Yes. Fake news. <laughs> Uh, let's get the news now. Marsha Phillips. Fellas, just coming in. President Trump thinking about commuting the prison sentence of former Illinois Governor Rob Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Why? The guy is so a crook. Well, Trump told the reporters Blagojevich uh, did something dumb, but a lot of politicians do the same thing and thinks his, his sentence is excessive. Uh, uh, first part, dumb. Nah, probably yeah. not. Uh, second part, did something that everybody else does. Absolutely true. Third, got punished too much for it. No, you got to punish people for that when you catch them. The fact that he said it out loud was new, right. y- unique, and that he said he wasn't <laughs> going to give up a Senate seat unless he got something for it out loud. On right. the phone, wasn't yeah. it? But the fact, a moron. That, the yeah. fact that it happens is not new. That they, Trump's right about that. Yeah, Trump telling the reporters that uh, he did say something dumb, but again, that a lot of politicians do the same. What's that stat that four of the last five Illinois governors yes. have ended up in prison? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Well, how do you feel about this idea, though, pardoning this guy for this? Isn't that saying, so go ahead, sell Senate seats. Everybody else does it. What? I don't think it's a great idea. Whether it's an excessive sentence or not, I, I really don't have any knowledge on that. How What was he sentenced to? He uh, was convicted of attempted bribery for political appointments. That's not what I asked. What's his <laughs> oh, sentence? Oh, 14 years. Ah. 14 years, I'm sorry. No, quite all right. Yeah. Uh, that is a long time. That's a long sentence, but you're selling Senate seats. Huh. I don't know. Meanwhile, uh, I have no opinion. Meanwhile, which makes me a bad talk show host. Meanwhile, Trump was... Uh, I think they ought to throw the book at him. There, <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> He was chatting with reporters on board Air Force One today. He said he's also considering a pardon for Martha Stewart. Another pardon handed out. Why, Just, if you're famous, you get pardoned, I guess. I don't know. I don't know on she this got, one. She got nailed for something everybody else does also. But Yeah. Uh, stock insider trading. Solid. insider trading. Try that argument the next time you get pulled over for speeding. Look at all these people out here that are also speeding. Right. I mean, you catch every once in a while, you punish somebody, hoping right. to slow it down a little right. bit. It's like every now and then you you know you do a hooker sting. Exactly. It's the only reason I'm not a prostitute. And earlier, I've seen those things. Earlier today, on, earlier on, today on Twitter, uh, Trump announced he plans to pardon the conservative commentator Dinesh D'Souza. 
I didn't know he got. What do you get bust, busted for? Can't breaking campaign finance laws. Okay, yeah. those are arbitrarily and and uh, and barely ever enforced. And really, partisanly. Aren't the uh, campaign finance laws though? That's what a lot of this uh, Cohen yeah. investigation yeah. stuff is yeah. kind of swirling yeah. around. True, true that. So there's uh, people saying that's an indication to Cohen that she will pardon you for this sort of thing. So mm. keep your trap shut. Mm. I got you. I got you covered. I got mm. your back. It's a wrap. The State Department says Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and a top Pompeo and a top northern uh, north North Korean official have wrapped up their meetings in New York, ending them two hours earlier than expected. There was supposed That's to be an excellent sign or a terrible one. Yeah, that, is was, it an excellent sign? I think generally, if you get together to meet, too. It, you both storm out. Both storm out. That's. <laughs> oh, I don't know that they stormed that's out. Prejudicial. But you walk out of the marriage counseling after five minutes. I wouldn't just assume that that was a good. <laughs> no, that means you solved your problems. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to be holding uh, two sessions separated by a break, but they uh, wrapped it up after about two hours. We're getting nowhere here. Yeah. Well, either that or it's all wonderful, and we'll be able to just uh, go ahead with the summit. And uh, Donald Trump on the sidelines is still saying everything is going very well. Or like Mark Zuckerberg. The North Korean said, I'll have to ask the dear leader and get back to you. So, who knows? There are many. Let's not read too many tea leaves here. Come on. Just enjoy our tea. Right, Sean? Okay, Google. Play us a nursery rhyme. Whoops. Another personal device behaving badly. San Diego News 8. Shannon Handy's one-year-old daughter really enjoys interactive toys and music. Family uses Google Home to play her favorite songs, but now Shannon is saying... For the past few days, whenever I say, Okay, Google, play nursery rhymes. I get this. Got 99 problems, but... We can't even play this on TV. We literally cannot even play this on TV. I've tried over and over with the same result. Songs way too inappropriate for a child. Those words are very bad, okay? You don't want to listen to that. Shannon posted the video of her asking for the nursery rhymes and getting raunchy rap and got dozens of people saying their Google Home had the same glitch. No nursery rhymes, just rap and death metal music. Yeah, the the Alexa... (laughs) Our eight-year-old's got an Alexa in his room, and he's in his room by himself a lot. And I'm just counting on the fact that at least so far, he doesn't know, as far as I know, Everything he can access. It'll but, be a beautiful day for him when he does. But word will get out fast. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. And because, you you know, there's a lot of stuff you can get. A lot of stuff you could get. Mm. Google is saying it is looking into the nursery rhyme glitch. I mean, currently, him and his friends might be <laughs> yeah. in there and have, uh, you know, play us flatulent sounds. They use the coarse term, of course, because oh they're children. Right. Hard fart primary. Bad parenting. <laughs> and Alexa will just sit in the corner and flatulate uh, them, and they, they laugh till really? tears are streaming down their face. Oh, yeah. You can, oh, you can do that? Absolutely. Oh, 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 oh. oh, I know what I'm doing today. Never-ending <laughs> never ending toot sounds. <laughs> How realistic are they? He can also just he can also just say, Alexa, read me the, the third Harry Potter book, and she just starts reading it. Really? Yeah. Pretty cool. Does she do character voices and stuff, or does she do it all in that odd inflection? The latter. Hmm. The NBA Finals tip off today in Oakland. The fourth NBA Finals in a row for the Warriors and the Cavaliers. A Who's series favored? The Warriors. Hmm. The Warriors. A series of now, repeats. Here come the emails yelling that it's Warriors, not Warriors. Save it. All right. Some people just say that. I just, God, leave me alone. A series of repeats a lot of people have been complaining about, but again, LeBron James says, if you don't like us, then beat us. Teams that had their opportunity to beat 
the Cavs over the last four years and teams have had opportunities to beat the Warriors over the last four years. And if you want to see somebody else in the postseason, then then you got to beat them. There you go. What a dumb argument. I know, it's and it's a d- d- dumb question to ask LeBron James yeah. or anybody yeah. else. What do you want him to say? Should I have lost on purpose because <laughs> yeah. you think it'd be more exciting to have a different team in here? I am literally the last person on earth who ought to be answering that question. How could I have an opinion on that question <laughs> other than I, I've tried to win. I'm paid to win. So this is my favorite stat that I uh, heard a couple days ago about how much the, the modern NBA has changed over the, the history of, of the league. So the Rockets attempted 3,400 three-pointers this year. There were nine teams that attempted 2,500 or more. 20 years ago, nobody attempted more than 500. Yeah, it's a completely different game. Completely different game. Plus the obvious discrimination against white people. (laughs) That's that's another change. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of a nation. Where's the two-handed chest pass, Squawky? Huh? That is that is amazing. That's a, just a different game. Yeah, yeah. The uh, statistics destroyed what the the NBA was in the eighties. Yeah, like the the most common shots in the eighties are are unthinkable to even shoot those shots in the in, in modern NBA. You know that reminds me. I've got to write another letter to Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL. I'm trying to get him to eliminate the forward pass because I think it's a perversion. <laughs> That was a great game of football. Three yards in a cloud of dust. That's, That's what right. you're like. Smash mouth football. That's real football. <laughs> Keep most of the game between uh, the 40s. Exactly. <laughs> right near the big logo. I like the logo. I am always so despondent with various court rulings. A jury has come back with a ruling that gives me hope for America. Her. Oh, Stay and tuned. A, a young composition student has written us a theme song. Okay. I want to play it for you next. See what you think. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Taking on the world of long-form uh, podcasts. Yeah. We've, we've had a number of guests on where we've got over the years, we've said we could talk to that person for an hour. And there are people we could talk to for an hour. Like, Lots of them. Can't like, wait. Like Tim the Lawyer. And we did the other day, and 20-some thousand of you have already listened to it. And you find that at armstrongandgetty.com. Well, like, yes. you know, five people have listened to it 4,000 times each. You Possibly. Don't, you don't know that. Possible. But we oh, talked so, to them for like an hour, so it was cool. Hey, anybody want to sponsor it? Tens of thousands of people are listening. It'll catch fire. I don't, you know, I don't care. We, we've, that's the first one we've done with basically no promotion. Right, right, exactly. Somebody want to sponsor it? Email us. We'll get you on. We'll get you on cheap. Just got to get it going. Uh, so anyway, uh, Danny, Danny, how many times has he heard that? God dang it. Mr. Uh, scholarship winner. Uh, Danny uh, has uh, is a student composer, and uh, he has written us a theme song to use at the introduction of the show, uh, because we've kind of had to jettison the Tonight Show theme, which we used once or twice, I believe. Um, <laughs> and uh, and he's written us a theme. He also said it's editable, and he's also uh, going to take another hack or two at it. Uh, but here's what he offered us. I'm liking it so far. This sounds like the the welcome menu from like a video game. 
right? Like, hey, yeah, everybody, there's Mario jumping in the background. Oh, he's jumping in a tube. Or, yeah, you're going to watch like a, a movie. late night talk show. You're going to watch a movie, and you get this is where you press play. This is where you get your extra scenes. Yes. But, like, to an upbeat comedy. Yeah, and yeah. I don't mean that in a disparaging no, way. No, oh, no, no, it's no. super good. No. Yeah. Well, we got to try it tomorrow morning, see how it fits. Got to try it. Yeah, yeah got to put yeah. it in its place. Nice, nice job, though, Danny. Really nice job, dude. We'll try it in the morning. A heck of a first attempt. Yeah, sure. Uh, how much time have I got, Michael? Uh, one minute here. Okay, I'll do this fast. Maybe I'll get into it more tomorrow. So do you remember the David Copperfield lawsuit? A trick he's been doing forever where people from the audience magically appear on stage or disappear off stage, whatever it is. Um, or they change color or the, something. The yeah, thing right. is, the Turn thing is dinosaurs. they drop through a tunnel and they run through the dark behind the building and then they come up somewhere and he claims he did a magic trick. People <laughs> have been doing this for years. Well, some guy fell down uh, running through the dark and uh, sued David Copperfield for a gazillion dollars. And, uh, and I thought, well, you know how this is going to go because they didn't warn him or whatever. But a jury found the uh, Copperfield guilty of negligence, which turns out to be nothing but no liability, and insisted that the guy that fell was 100% responsible for his own injuries. Which is the sort of thing that should happen in the United States of effing America. If you didn't want to run down that hall, don't do it. Or watch where you're going or something. Or deal with the fact that you hurt your leg. Yeah. I hurt my leg, too. My leg hurts right now. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I'm afraid that that verdict is a bit of a, a white buffalo. I mean, it's notable for its rarity. Um, but that is good. I'm glad to hear but that. But we, we're we're told over and over <clears throat> again by lawyers that the reason it's out of control is juries. Correct. Juries make awful decisions. Regularly, this kind of story ends up in somebody getting five million dollars. Right. And then that's why you need all the warnings on whatever piece of equipment, or why you can't have. You know, a diving board at your local pool or whatever. And often juries come down to the four person. They just guide the discussion and, and bulldoze people or reason with them wow. or whatever. And it can be one person. 100% responsible for his own actions. We need more of that. I say final. You say thoughts. Final. Yes, fires me up for the drive home. Oh, good. <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. How about that? Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Parents, don't force your kids to enter spelling bee contests. Let them enjoy their life. L I E F F. Marshall Phillips, your final thoughts, sir. Well, I haven't said anything about this, but I have finished off another round of scratchers, 40 bucks worth, using the old timey quarters that were in the roll of quarters positive. Sean used to pay off his gambling debt to me, and gentlemen, Tomorrow, I will bring home the bacon. I won oh. 95 bucks. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. yes. It's wow. a way better idea than working. Yeah. <laughs> Positive Sean, do you have a final thought for us? Yes, I will be watching the Warriors face off the, against the Cleveland LeBrons tonight, and I will be celebrating greatness as I watch it in front of me. I'm, I'm so thrilled to be able to watch these teams and players play. Yeah. Jack, what's your final thought? Please do watch the video of the woman shaving her legs in the public pool, and and no. then and then, and then <laughs> explain to me what it says about I don't know America or the world or or the year twenty eighteen or something. It means something in the pool. <laughs> what the hell? The hell. My final thought is a spoiler from last night's series finals of the final of the Americans, my favorite TV show. Philip and Elizabeth uh, get a better bid from Holland. 
than they got from the Soviets, who they were spying for, and they began smuggling tulips into the United States. Mm. And that's expected to be the uh, the spinoff show. So if you didn't get a chance to see it, that's what happened. So you recommend this as a binge watch? Oh, it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, it's just great. Spyorific. I mean, that's just my rating. For the wig and fake facial hair budget alone, the show is worth it. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot conceive of the number of fake mustaches. <laughs> Donned by Michael Reese in that show. Does it have a laugh track? I like a laugh track. Yes, it does. It's hilarious. That's what it is mostly. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. And watch it with your kids, too, because there's no sex or really grisly violence. So many people thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have links to the stories and the, the, the books and the peoples and the rest of it. You can email us, tweet at us, whatever. Stay in touch, would you? I'm going to get a Cavalier's hat, I think. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.